Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, a monumental episode here, episode 20 of the Wrestling Journal podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. It is I, Joseph Crush. 20 episodes, boys. Been, been a good ride so far. Bad News Canal, what's going on, man? Um, boys, good morning. How's it going? It's going good. Going good. Saturday. Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning wrestling. The fran- this guy changes his gimmick every week. The franchise. No, this is this is, a, this is a tribute to the greatest men of all time. This has nothing to do with Un- changing nicknames. <laughs> it's not. It's not Shane Douglas. The franchise Shane Douglas. Uh, <laughs> no. How's it going, Noodles? What's up, Joey? How what's up, boys? What's going on? Morning. And the phenomenal NJ3. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Listen, uh, we recorded last week before a. Uh, a big thing that happened here. Um, Roman Reigns aligned himself with Paul Heyman. It's a pretty big deal in the wrestling world, I'd say. Some may say we didn't see it coming. So, uh, and then along with that, we rolled right into payback, and he won the Universal Championship. So it's pretty wild. Um, I just want to go around the table quick on your thoughts on the whole Roman situation and your reaction to payback. NJ3. Let's call you the professional NJ3. Oh, wow. I like I'm going gonna, gonna to give you that name for today. I like it. Um, <laughs> we didn't see it coming. He said what he was going to do. He told us all along. Yeah. I'm going to sign the contract. I'm going to show up. I'm going to wreck everyone and leave with the title. And he did. So he's a man of his words. Um, no, I mean, wow. I would never think that they actually would actually pull the trigger and actually turn him heel. Because you have to say that he's I guess in Vince's eyes, the John Cena type character, not John Cena, but that big marketable money-making star. Yeah. And for Vince, you don't turn those guys heel, right? He didn't do it for Cena for all these years that if he would have did it, it could have even took him even further. We got it with Roman. And to be honest, I love everything about it. How could you wreck not? everyone and leave? And Paul Heyman, are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming either. I mean, I don't think anyone saw that one coming. Yeah. Not at all. Heyman literally got let go and fired, and he's back with yeah. Roman Reigns. Fantastic. Do you think um, this is, like, the whole play on, like, we didn't see it coming? It was, like, so Roman coming back and then this happening as well. Do you think, like, it was kind of, like, pushed to that? I think it went hand in hand, to be yeah. honest. I think I think that was – because, I mean, to, let, let's be real. We're, we're all – we're in – involved in a lot that goes on i literally did not even see an inkling that this was even a possibility yeah or would even happen well so. you it's this is stuff like that we kind of wish would happen like at some point like we always wanted the roman heel turn now like this guy's gonna get booed well if we if this holds till we get a crowd back this guy's gonna get booed worse than we've ever heard in our like because we're actually allowed to we're supposed to boo him so like it's gonna be relentless it's gonna be awesome yeah <laughs> um noodles we also had a. Uh, Keith Lee had a big win over Randy Orton payback. What are your, uh, what are your huge, thoughts on huge yeah. win? Uh, it was awesome for him. I'm happy for him. Um, it's a big, big, uh, 
uh, exclamation point on his uh, debut and his uh, star power that they believe in, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, they're trying to push him real quick to the top, and he's going to be a main event player for now and so looks like the foreseeable future. So big-time win for him, and that was awesome. Yeah, some people uh, questioned the length of the match and uh, everything else. Uh, I mean, it, hap- it happened on Raw, unfortunately. You know I mean? If it was a pay-per-view, obviously, we would have got more burned, but it did. Oh, it's on payback, brother. Oh, that's right. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, uh, to me, it was perfectly done. It was clean. It, 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 it put him in a position where it showed his power, his dominance, and it, it did everything it needed to do. And Orton doesn't, doesn't get hurt by any of this stuff ever. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, bad news. We also had a, uh, I know I'm kind of shifting spots here, uh, a women's tag team title change on payback. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I mean, like we were talking about last week, you know, they threw uh, Baszler and Jax together like Team Hell No and everything, and yeah. like, and it was, you know, and it, it, so far it's worked out. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty cool match. I mean, the way Shayna won the match, that was pretty sick. Yeah, but like the double submission and everything. But no, I mean, I hope you know, for this sake, I hope it goes for a while and everything. I mean, you had to get those belts off, you know, Bailey and Sasha, and I think this team, even though it was thrown together like last minute, I really think it's going to be a good thing for them going forward. So. Yeah, some things that that get thrown together kind of maybe, maybe it wasn't on a whim, but it's it kind of seems on a whim. Sometimes they work out for the best, like like you said, Team Hell No. What we got out of that was kind of was. <clears throat> I'm not sure if they're going to go the comedic route like they did with them, but uh, the, these two needed. Not that they needed something. I think Nia needed it more than Shayna, but Shayna mm-hmm. could have. Uh, I think she could have ran a nice little singles uh, run on her, on her own, but I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens going forward. We'll get into SmackDown a little later. Joe, the, Joe, uh, Joey, real quick, do you, how do you feel about like um, with Nia and um, Shayna? Like, I mean, eventually it could lead to a nice feud between the two of them. Eventually, when that split happens, so yeah, you get the match no. you've been dying for, which is great. Oh yeah, I've been dying for that match. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think overall payback was good for what it was a week after SummerSlam. I think we, they delivered on that uh, the best they could. Uh, unfortunately, we had some bad news this week. Uh, bad news, Canal, you want to deliver that for us, please? I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Uh, Mr. Mauro Ranallo. Fortunately, him and WWE have part of company because I think he wanted to concentrate on his mental health. I, you know, it is what it is, man. We know, we know the guy's had issues for the longest time and everything. And I think he just wanted to stay up in Canada because I think they said his mother was sick or something. Okay. I believe I saw. So, I mean, sucks, man. That guy made NXT, made all the takeovers, was his announcing. Just, I mean, he was basically this modern-day JR, just got us all involved with the match. Even though we weren't there, he felt like we were because of his calling of the match. It just, you know, just sucks. So, wish him all the best, but wish he was still here. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely – we've talked about it on here how much we appreciate Morrow. Uh, it sucks that he he's leaving. Uh, he's definitely, I you could argue, the best announcer in pro wrestling currently, or was currently. Um, it sucks, man. I mean, he like you said, he, you felt like you were there with him when he was calling the match. The intensity throughout every spot throughout the match was uh, was pretty key. Uh, NJ3. Uh, no, let's go Noodles here. I'm sorry, NJ3. You went first last time. Uh, noodles, what are your thoughts on uh, Morrow leaving the WWE? No, it hurts, man. Morrow is fantastic. He's one of the best in all of – all of announcing anywhere on the planet. Um, the guy just makes wrestling better in every way. Uh, he elevates the matches. He elevates characters and just brings excitement to every single match that he calls. And it's, it's just a shame. I wish him the best. But, when you, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the mental 
mental issues uh, could really be detrimental to a lot of things. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, he can work through that and, and get to where he needs to be. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, we don't know what he's going through personally. So I hope everything's going well for him uh, and his family's safe up there in Canada. NJ3, thoughts on the whole situation? Mama effing Mia. You know what I'm saying? Mama effing Mia. I tell you, NXT takeover and Mama Mia is synonymous in my mind. If I don't hear one, it's not a good takeover. Yeah. So for me, the yeah. next takeover that I, mean, I know that we thought he was going to be on 30 because he was still with the company, just was away from it. But now that the next one he won't definitely be on, it's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss that moment because like, like Nick, Nick said, man, he just – that excitement. He, he knew what he was talking about. He was able to – raise his tone to be able to get you even more hype for matches. It's arguably that he even helped put over more matches than the matches itself at points, just how good he was on the mic. And he spoke well and, and he knew what he was talking about. And I think from a standpoint from that, for us, we appreciate him not being someone from the outside kind of coming in, even though I know he had like a UFC, I think he had UFC background a little bit in there too, or he had MMA um, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but yeah, it's MMA and boxing, I believe. The yeah. yeah, so like he he has that hype factor, but the fact that he was able to kind of come into wrestling, he knew the moves, he knew the history, and he got you hyped up, and he gave us Mamma Mia. Come on, <clears throat> this guy to me is a legend. I just hope the door is open for him in in a future um, capacity where he can kind of come back and uh, get back to what he was doing. Yeah, I think the first time he had took that little sabbatical uh, with the whole JBL situation. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't think this is a similar thing because that was like a, a bullying stunt, but uh, I, I'm sure the door is open. I, I, it'd be a shame if it wasn't because he is the best, I'd say, like right now. Not it's nothing. Pa- his passion yeah. is unmatched. His yeah, passion is unmatched yeah. by anybody. Yeah. And it's all the references he's dropped, like the hip hop references he dropped, or like the like past, uh, just a lot of nostalgia with him. It felt like old, like he was the modern day JR with like the intensity and stuff. So it was good for him to bring that um, to NXT and then when he was with uh, the main roster as well. Um, Wade Barrett's here now. I think he's they're working on a contract with him. I know it's not going to be anywhere near uh, tomorrow, but it's still a good sign. The guy's knowledgeable within the industry, so you kind of hope that someone. I don't know if anyone could replace tomorrow, but we'll see what happens. Maybe they have someone under the uh, under the blanket there. Um, there was another uh, release there. Uh, AOP was released this week, yeah. uh, actually yeah. yesterday. Um, did not see that coming. Yeah, didn't see that coming. Uh, <laughs> Tom, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on AOP getting released there? I mean, like, did not see that coming. I mean, it just sucks they kept getting injured, you know, and everything. I mean, I thought they had a good thing going with Rollins, you know, being basically like his muscle and his little like stable he had going there. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, kind of sucks. You know, I really thought they could have pushed that more and more, but like saying like they're always getting injured, so I guess they just you know they felt they couldn't do anything much more with him. Yeah, no, I think the, the injuries definitely had something to do with it. Uh, I'm not sure to the extent what their current situation was. I'm not sure. I, I forget if they were both injured this time around or just one of them. I think but, one, uh, of them, one of them. Yeah, yeah, so uh, it sucks. I mean, I saw a lot of potential with them, at least yeah. in my opinion. Uh, the last time I saw potential in an NXT, a dominating NXT tag team was the Ascension, so I can't really speak on that. <laughs> um, NJ3, any thoughts on AOP getting released? Well, I mean, listen, to your Ascension point, I mean, they were at their peak down in NXT, right? Let's be honest. We, re- we remember them. They were a dominant team. They were a good team, and, and their gimmick worked down there. And it just it goes – I hate to say it, like AOP just on the long list of teams 
that I come up with from NXT that have been just panned out as they're supposed to. Yeah. Um, whether it be injury or whether it be booking and then you just add them to the list. So AOP, FTR, formerly known as the revival, the Ascension, it just like this, this talent that wish we could have capitalized at their biggest peak. We just couldn't get. And as you know, it's tough, you know, these guys were big bruisers, but to be honest, they were – I remember some good NXT TakeOver matches with them. It's They weren't just oh, yeah. big guys who just couldn't move. They were – they put on performances. Like, they did – listen, they weren't Gargano and Ciampa, and they weren't they weren't the Revival, the FTR. But when they were in a match, man, they were good. So I'm disappointed to see them be like, oh, I wish they could have figured out something. Even if he was injured, you can't backstage on-screen roll. Like, you can't figure something out with them. But I guess I don't know the contract situation, but – yeah disappointed. Yeah, apparently one of them I I, I know uh, it's Akeman Razar or Razar. Razar. Yeah. Uh, one of them has an MMA background and apparently he's could go right into MMA and like dominate. He's like legit. Oh, wow. So uh, I'm not sure of their age as well, so I'm not sure what he has left in his career. Uh Noodles, just uh, quick thoughts on AOP. Yeah, no, it's a tough one, man. Uh I I thought they were very talented guys, you know, they did put on some good matches. They were hard-hitting bruisers, so you saw the potential there for them to be able to do different things. But, you know, like we're all talking about, man, injury prone is, is tough, man. Every time they seem like they got a little push, they get hurt, and then off they go and have to rewrite it all over again. Um, you know, it's hard to put yourself in a company owner's shoes every time someone gets hurt. You know, you got to cash, you got to pay guys, you know, to not really work. It's tough. Yeah. So hopefully they get a better opportunity elsewhere, and maybe they come back, you know, maybe the door's open. You know, Vince always seems pretty reliable when it comes to that stuff if you, you prove your worth. But it just seems like another luck, another line of, uh, on the, on the line of, um, missed opportunities with tech, good tag teams that they just throw away. No, I agree. Uh, let's see what happens with them going forward. I know they, they're relatively young, I believe. I don't think they're, they're aged. So uh, maybe they'll get another look somewhere else from another promotion. Who knows? Um, I know so, one. They love tag teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that they do. <laughs> uh, NXT, as we know, has been running shows uh, the past few weeks on tu- uh, Tuesday and then – was it back to back Tuesdays? No, just this back past to Tuesday. back Tuesdays. It's gonna be Tuesday again. This Tuesday week. coming yeah. up. Yeah, just yeah, Tuesday, this yeah. week was the first one. And then the week prior, they were separate from AEW. I think AEW ran on Thursday that week due to the NBA. So it looks like uh, there's rumors going around that with the the higher number in in ratings and views for NXT, that there's a potential uh, they might switch to Tuesday nights, which would be interesting. Um, is it due to you're going to see a lot of, if it does happen that AEW ran them from Wednesday nights, you're going to obviously see that from the fanboys there, uh, which is fair. It's a fair take. I guess you could, you could think uh, I would think that both shows would want the amount of success that they're getting separately. Uh, the wars are always fun, but when you see NXT separate from AEW, they just dropped like almost a million views uh, viewers this past Wednesday when uh, NXT was on Tuesday. So I think both would ben- benefit from this. Um, uh, Nikki Noodles, what are your thoughts on uh, possibly NXT going to Tuesday nights? I kind of like it, and I agree with you. I think it benefits both companies, right, in a way where you don't have to split viewers, right? You can really focus in your attention and actually truly enjoy a show without having to flip channels back and forth all the time, you yeah. know? Um, it might be a little tough to know that pretty much every day of the week there's a wrestling show, which is, I mean, great for wrestling fans, no question. But thank God for DVR, you know what I mean, to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, have fun telling your wife that too. So yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I think uh, I, I think I had tweeted. I like the that. move though. If they do, if they yeah. do go though, I think it would be it would be good for NXT and it'd be obviously good for AEW as well. Um, and just you know, hopefully uh, the, the more viewers for each one, you can see who the the power player is as time goes on. 
Absolutely. And I think I tweeted it out uh, at Russell Buzz with three Z's on Twitter that uh, I appreciate them being on separate nights. Cause it's like you said, not having to flip back and forth. I could focus on one show at a time. Granted there is DVR, but I kind of like watching it live as well. So we'll see what happens. And you like to be able to invest in, to have like the opportunity in real time to invest in characters and see what really is going on without have to worrying about, Oh, here's a commercial. Let me go back. Let me go back. Yeah. You want to really be able to see what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish and develop. So it's a cool opportunity for both of them. Yeah, and be able to being able to watch a, a full match, and uh, if you flip back and forth, you may miss a spot here and there. And you know, these these two shows focus on like the the, the high flying and stuff, so it's uh, it, it'll be interesting. Um, bad news. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I do like it. You know, like you were saying, you know, do different nights and everything. But I mean, just curious, do you think Vince McMahon is going to admit defeat by you know giving up Wednesday? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, just curious to see. But I mean. That's for the fans, like you said, have a wrestling show basically on every night, which would be very cool. So no, I like the idea, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'd like to think that it wouldn't he wouldn't be admitting defeat in a way. Um, again, it's not like his main show is going to be moving into NXT. So technically, to him, I would think to him, it's not a huge loss, um, especially if you're gaining ra- better ratings uh, when you leave. But I guess you never know with him. I, we don't know him personally. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not even yeah. Sure. Um, NJ three, just quick thoughts on this. Um, the Tuesday Night Wars have begun. If you guys aren't well aware, Impact Wrestling is on Tuesday night, so let's go. I mean, listen, if you want to, if you want to win a war, you got to make sure your opponent is as inferior as they can possibly be to him. No, I don't mean Impact. I mean, you know what I mean. Like you got to, if you can't beat AEW, then you got to try to beat someone else. Um, Impact had 155,000 viewers this past week, so I think NXT would do perfectly fine on Tuesdays. <laughs> um, all jokes aside, I mean. I, there's rumors that the USA Network wanted them on Tuesdays for a long time now, and Vince didn't want to because obviously, you know, there's a war in his mind going on with AEW, and AEW has won it probably 95% of the time. The, pro- the the product is different. The show is different, but let's be honest. I mean, I think when it went to the two-hour format, I think the show lost a little bit of its luster. I think when uh, NXT was on, on, um, on the network and it was that one-hour show, it was just it was it. it. It just delivered week after week. But now with the two-hour format on USA, I feel like they've lost a little bit of that because of that, they were so worried about what AEW is doing versus what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this will kind of allow them to refocus because in their mind, they don't view Impact as AEW. So get back to what you were doing, which is what made NXT so special. And don't get me wrong, there's been great shows, even on two-hour shows in my opinion, but it's definitely not the same product that it was prior to the USA debut. That's a fair statement. I, I agree with that. Um, I'm going to switch our order seg- of segments here. Um, speak because we're on the, the topic of AEW and NXT. Tony Khan came out and said, and uh, like, I don't know where this interview was coming from. I guess it was like a, uh, after Dynamite this last week. Jay Brony News, I think it was. Jay, Jay Brony, Brony News Network. Yeah, I think so. Um, and kind of dropped a, a little bomb there uh, saying he was convinced that double or nothing was better than WrestleMania or beat the crap out of WrestleMania. Um, and instead of going our round table here, I'm just going to leave this, uh, this one up to Nicky noodles with a, a good old pipe bomb. Hello, TWJ fans and wrestling universe. Nicky noodles here. And I know what you're thinking. It's been a while since I dropped the bomb, but this topic was something I could not ignore or remain silent about. This pipe bomb is for the one and only Tony Khan. Before I give Tony a piece of my mind, I will let Tony Khan know that I completely respect and appreciate his passion for wrestling and his overall net worth. 
I'm very thankful for Tony in helping create a new brand of wrestling for us wrestling fans to give more wrestling content and viewing options, but also for more opportunities for talent in wrestling and for people who will love a career in the wrestling industry. It's a tremendous avenue for some very talented wrestlers out there to potentially make it, to pursue a dream, and possibly become a hero to a new generation of wrestling fans. I respect and love that to the highest level. However, in addition to the countless shots AEW takes at WWE, the boss Vince McMahon, and the WWE Universe, Mr. Khan expressed his true belief that AEW Double or Nothing was a better pay-per-view and quote-unquote kicked the crap out of WrestleMania. Anthony, are you fucking kidding me with that ridiculous and asinine comment? That is one of the most ridiculous statements I have heard in quite some time. And there is a lot of stupid shit that gets said daily in our headlines and news feeds. I respect your testicular fortitude and heart to want to be great, to be the best, and believe in your product. But you are a delusional human being with a statement like that. How dare you speak so out of context, out of touch, and foolishly in regards to the wrestling world? You legitimately started a company filled with WWE outcasts, misfits, and rejects who couldn't do a damn thing with countless opportunities. And we hear the AEW trolls, the marks, the sheep that say AEW is the best. These guys never got a real chance. And this and that and the other. There's all these excuses under the sun of why they weren't successful. And all I see every week is the same shit that they have always done and repeat the nonsense they constantly bashed before they left. I mean no disrespect to the wrestlers and their talents, but your company is a collection of WWE wannabes who couldn't hack it and some of the most glorified indie wrestlers who are so overrated and not even that good. Outside of a handful of wrestlers and characters and one legend, it's the most boring show of wrestling you could see. You want to pitch to me Brian Cage, Jungle Boy, The Young Bucks, Sean Spears, Brody Lee, Kenny Omega, Jake Hager, Taz is the best stuff in wrestling? Spare me and stop insulting professional wrestling. There are so many reasons why those guys aren't in WWE anymore. Besides a handful of your wrestlers, none of them would sniff WWE live. You have the worst women's wrestling division in the sport. Little to no single star power and boring ass 8 man tag matches every single fucking week. AEW will never, ever, ever be WWE. AEW could only dream of having legends and super matches WWE offers like Edge and Orton, Charlotte and Ripley, Bray Wyatt and John Cena, Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar, KO and Rollins, Goldberg and Strowman, and Taker and Styles. Roman Reigns wasn't even on the card. Matches only AEW could possibly dream about. You were hurting yourself and the company by saying dumb shit and trying to be like WWE. It's great for competition, and you should try to compete with WWE. But please, Tony, stay in your lane, brother. If you truly believe this, you're delusional and should probably get your head examined. Uninteresting and mediocre sports entertainers is what AEW offers at best. Listen to this carefully, Mr. Khan and AEW fanboys. Relax and enjoy what you do. But WWE is the big leagues, and you will always be Little League. Remember that, and stop trying to disgrace the wrestling universe with outrageous comments. All empty wrestling is cool but it's just not special. So Tony, chill, all right? And boom goes the dynamite, Tony Clown. Whoa. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Noodles, this... I mean... Tony listen. Clown, I like that, that was good. <laughs> listen, uh, we may not all agree here on, on certain things that were just said, not everything. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> that was that was good. That was uh, very uh, right up your alley there. Just uh, anything you want to uh, finish on that point there? 
Just no, it was all stated there. Don't worry. Stated there. Okay. <laughs> wow. No, know. that's what I think. That's what makes this show good because at the end of the day, we all don't agree and we don't have the same opinion, but um, we're passionate about what we love and that's wrestling. And listen, he feels his way. Tony Clown. You heard it here first. <laughs> we may not agree, but we respect it. You know what I mean? We respect, we respect exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Um, but wow. Geez. I don't even know what to say, man. Very speechless. Welcome back, Nikki Noodles. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's good to be back, fellas. Good to be back. That's, a, that's an um, episode 20 treat. Episode 20 treat right yes, there. It is. It um, felt like Rick, Rick Wilding Vaughn coming back out of the bullpen. <laughs> Um, throw a strike. He threw a strike this time, though. I think it wasn't a wild pitch. <laughs> the, ter- the Terminator. This <laughs> <laughs> just came up yesterday. Um, apparently, Vince and the higher ups in WWE want to get rid of uh, their employee, their employees of doing any third party uh, social media or cameos or twitches or anything like that that involved. It seems like involved them making money. Uh, that's that's the vibe I get now. I mean, we don't know official details. Things are floating around. For, for all we know, this might not even be true. I don't even know where this stemmed from, but a lot of people are reporting on it. Um, Twitch is a big thing for like AJ Styles, Adam Cole, Paige, uh, a bunch of other people do it as well. Uh, the, these During these tough times, this is a good re- uh, place to gain revenue uh, for themselves when, when you have – no live events, no, like maybe your merch sales might be going down. Um, cameos is big too. I think Big E was making a sick uh, a killing. Made, I think like 60 grand, I think I saw he made. Yeah. So, I mean, cameo. it's on Cameo? On yeah. Cameo, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you should start charging for your pipe bombs. I think people should yeah, pay yeah. you to get, to get laced. <laughs> think about yeah, it. We'll talk after the I'll, show. We'll talk after the show. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll get a dollar per per pipe bomb, but that's about it. It's a dollar more than you had, right? <laughs> that's true. And then, um, and then just incoming before we recorded, Tom dropped a a nice little uh, a rumor of, of some sorts here that Lana doing a uh, a Bang Energy commercial on Instagram is what really pissed Vince off. This is yeah. apparently um, so. I mean. I don't know what's happening. Uh, apparently, they have a month to to take down their their sites. Uh, Paige reacted with a simple "nope" on Twitter, so I don't know how that's going to pan out. Yeah. Um, CM Punk had some comments to say about people. He's like, I think from I don't have the exact tweet in front of me, but basically what he said is he's like, they're not going to fire everybody. Just keep doing your thing. So I was like, uh, the last yeah. time that happened, you left the company. I don't really know if they should follow your lead. But, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But some, I mean, yeah. just, just from seeing numbers, not in these individuals numbers, but I've seen people's numbers from Twitch and uh, things like that. You can make a sick kill, like a killing if, especially if you have the popularity behind you. Um, NJ three, just, I uh, just thoughts on this, man. I don't even know what to say. It's pretty, wow. it's hard, man. Cause WWE has a corporate stigma around them. So it's almost like another corporate thing. Like, right. Like we were, you know, I don't know for me, I work for a corporate company and like when something kind of comes down, I was like, Oh, corporate. Yeah. Um, it just kind of has that feeling of like, ah, again, corporate, they're going to come in and they're going to take away something. The, you know, yes, they've got their popularity because of mostly because of wrestling or, and they, there could be other factors too, but to take away that stream of income is almost like a slap in the face. Yeah. Right. They take it personal. It's like, all right, now you're going to mess with my money. You mess with my money, you mess with my family and my lifestyle. Now it's personal. And that's just not a good look. And 
if it if it was the, the main culprit was because Alana doing the bang energy. I didn't see, I didn't get to read the article, Tommy. Yeah. So um, obviously I'll just go with what you guys said. But if, if that was really the culprit to do all this, is he just being reactionary in a moment, doing his typical Vince thing? You know what I mean? Just yeah. Come on, you know you you these are your people. You got to let them get their income. Eventually, wrestling goes away, and they need other streams of income. Not everyone's an AJ Styles. You're right, and and. Yeah. Aren't they technically independent contractors? Like they don't have yes, health they insurance. Are, they are. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. don't. They don't have health insurance apparently still. So I mean, why not let them gain money? I, granted, you could argue the fact. Well, Vince gave them these names, not everyone's name, but like, and you're making money off promoting yourself. That, but like from the the person you you were made from WWE. I don't know. It's definitely um, it's definitely a questionable topic. But uh, noodles, just quick thoughts on this. Yeah, I think it's bullshit. I think it's not cool at all. I think it's yeah. totally uncalled for, right? I mean, you treat these people like independent contractors, right? You don't pay for their travel. You don't pay for, you know, any of their expenses as far as, you know, how, did they, how they have to get to and from shows, their rental cars, this, that, and the other thing. So you want to deprive them of the opportunity to make money. I think it's not right. I mean, granted, you gave them a platform to become famous, but they still did the work to get there. And they have every right to make money and to do whatever they have to do to make ends meet and to create an honest living. Um, and it's, it sucks for the fans too, because right. It's a personal reaction. You know, you can, you can meet these people, right. You can find ways to, to have these types of moments with these people and um, a way to connect with them. And, and it's, dep- you're going to take that away from them. And that, and that's hurt to me, that's hurting fans as well as you know, him in the long run. So yeah, that's not, not a good look. Not a good look at all, in my opinion, as well. Uh, bad deuce. Thoughts on this whole situation? Yeah, not, not a good situation. I mean, I think this might backfire on because, like we were saying, like, fans, you know, we can watch, you know, AJ Styles, you know, you know, play the video games and whatnot on Twitch, you know, and just, you know, talk to him like, you know, like he's a normal dude and everything. And then same thing with Paige. It's just like another avenue to, you know, talk to your favorite wrestler and everything. And I just, like I said, I hope it doesn't backfire on him because a lot of people are pissed off about this. And, I mean, not everyone's AJ Styles. I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna tell AJ Styles this. I mean, the guy's a legend. I mean, that's just like crazy. And if it was because of Lana, I mean, that's just wow. It's not good. So hopefully, hopefully, he comes to his senses. Maybe it was an overreaction, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I thought maybe because AJ's been quoted recently, like on his live streams of like talking about the whole Paul Heyman situation and with how yeah. he wanted to leave shows. I thought maybe it may have came from that. Like, I can understand that if you're gonna talk about shit that happened behind the scenes of this company like and things like that maybe they can like tone that down a little bit and ask them like hey don't bring up shit that happened behind the scenes and like they don't want to give anything away type deal but just if it's a financial thing that's that's not not good good, that's that's weak to nitpick that when you have you know people that work for vince and and that work behind the scenes and they're leaking all these reports and spilling the beans on every fucking thing that goes on in wrestling but that's what, you know. But you're worried about what someone says. You know, yeah. interacting with a fan is. I don't know. It's a hypocritical thing to me. Yeah. So it was also noted because uh, I think they were doing. Uh, they mentioned like podcasts as well, and you know, Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson have their like, their huge podcast. Um, the fuck is it called? Uh, I forget something they wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Um, but there's that's a huge podcast that makes a lot of money. And Conrad had tweeted out that the show is not going anywhere. So maybe some people are getting the okay to keep going. I don't know. It's definitely questionable. Maybe because he's an employee uh, and not a, an independent contract. I'm not sure how that's going to go. But uh, definitely, a. I don't think it's a smart move if it's actually going to happen to get rid of uh, all these platforms and extra financial revenue for these people. But 
what can we do at the end of the day? It's a, it's a big company. Very but it hurt, it hurt. It hurts the mid carders the most and, and the lower level guys, right? Yep. They don't, they don't, they're not making the money that AJ Styles is making and, you know, Roman and like guys I've seen it, if they were doing anything, you know what I mean? It's, it's the people that don't have that type of income that need the money more than, more than anyone else. Yeah. And Bree also Breeze and Corbin have uh, a channel with uh, Ty Dellinger too, Sean Spears. So they have one going, a Twitch channel. It's pretty big as well. So I don't know. Very questionable. I hope nothing gets too serious where people start dropping like flies. They want to, continue doing their twitch and don't care about wwe i guess we'll have to see what happens there um raw monday night raw two uh two pretty significant uh moments here uh, i'm not sure if one's gonna follow through with it or not but uh the iconics no longer very interesting take on uh on this on this scenario uh they had a number one contendership match right versus uh the riot squad mm-hmm. with morgan and uh ruby riot if the Iconics lost, they would have to disassemble. Bad news. And I guess it's kind of bad news, too. Yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? I mean, you look look at another thing we didn't see coming. I mean, we're just, you know, tuning the Raw. And I remember it came on the graphic. And it's like, did I see that right? I'm yeah. like, really? So, I mean, from what I read, I think they're saying they're going to push Peyton Royce as a – like a, give her a nice single push as a single wrestler. And I'm not sure what they're going to do with Billy. I mean, it sucks. I always thought they were – Seriously, one of the best women tag team. I mean, all the way down NXT and then on the main roster here. So, yeah. I mean, like you said, who knows if it falls through and everything. Maybe they'll just, you know, you know, sometimes they just forget things. So, maybe they'll do that. But, you know. I think they're the, they were the one legit women's tag team that you had yeah. in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. One of them. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the chemistry they had together, especially on the mic. Um, if I mean, if you wanted to push Peyton Royce for a singles run, you could still do it. It doesn't have to. You don't have to break up the team. I don't. We'll see what happens. Uh, NJ three comments on that, and also uh, Randy Orton becoming no, no more contender again. So, uh, just thoughts on that? Um, well, I I think it's tough, right? You have this. You you created this tag division, right? And you kind of need tag teams to be a part of the division. So then you subtraction by addition, but you're not adding anything. So. What is the math on this one? I don't get it. Um, yeah. I mean, yes. I, I mean, let's be honest. Who, who, more pain voice is great, but what are we going to do when you have these accessories on Nia and Shayna and they're just going to be accessories for them? Like that's, that's what it's going to be. I, I don't get it. There's no, there's like no legitimate tag teams anymore. You just broke. Well, let's not get to SmackDown yet. Um, you broke up, you broke up the Iconics. There's another team that could be broken up later in the show. We'll find out. We'll talk mm-hmm. more about what, what are we doing here? I, I don't get it. You could look, you could have singles matches with them. They've done it all the time. If you want to push her as a single star. Yeah. Maybe tease a breakup as opposed to just making it a weird stipulation on a Monday night with no lead up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like t- give, give it to us. Like l- let's see the dissension happen a little bit. If you want to kind of push one to the other, why don't you turn one face, one heel, something, but you yeah. just gave us a impromptu breakup stipulation. I, I think it's yes. weak, weak writing. In terms of uh, Randall Keith Orton, the number one contender, I saw that one coming. <laughs> I think we all did. So, got you, WWE. <laughs> I saw it coming, and I knew it was going to happen. It just it was a matter of time. You always have to run it back because he's got to get his head kicked off by Drew McIntyre, and I cannot wait for it to happen at Clash of Champions. Mm. Drew. Drew. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Play more. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Noodles, hit me. Yeah, no, it definitely sucks with the Iconics. I was a big Iconic fan. I think we could all say we're all fan of, uh, major fans of the Iconics. Yes. And Jersey's spot on with that, like, to quickly just abandon the tag team like that, that they were legitimately the only tag, women's tag team, like, 
honest tag team, not yes. two stars just, you know, pushed together to form a, a little union. Um, I mean, hopefully, you know, it works out for them as with a little singles run, but, you know, the door's always open to always revisit that for a major pop at, at some point down the road. Um, and then Orton, of course, it was clear as day. We were going to run it back with him and Drew. Um, and hopefully the next pay-per-view or the, you know, pay-per-view after that, that they, uh, you know, they get to finish it off the right way and not on a, you know, a, kind of like a roll-up pin. You know, I want to see his head kicked off. So I'm all for it. I agree. Um, it sucks because they got thrown into raw underground right after that too. The economics. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know. Interesting. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. Um, NXT Wednesday nights, fatal four way Iron Man match. Very good match. Uh, maybe not the finish we all wanted to see. Um, I get it in bringing us into next week, but you know, come on. Uh, yeah. Just my, my, my pure opinion on that. Um, not really a fan of, I like, did you, I feel you could predict that happening, right? I don't know. It's very. It was kind of frustrating because NXT usually brings me all joy in the world. Uh, this finish really wasn't my favorite. Uh, and then we also had uh, that. We said a six man tag, right? It was the uh, Brizango and uh, Swerve, uh, right? Swerve versus um, yeah, Isaiah Swerve. Well, that El Fantasma, pretty solid match. Imperia made their appearance as well. Um, think you know his thoughts on uh, NXT. I mean, I like the Iron Man match. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, yeah. The ending could have went either way. I'm, I'm still okay with the ending. Yeah. Um, I just think if it was more of a pay-per-view type of promotion, um, I, obviously I think you would have had a clear-cut winner there. Sure. Um, but for sure, I mean, anyway, to, to be able to get the opportunity to get um, Finn Bella versus Adam Cole one-on-one for the title is still pretty special. So I'm all jacked up for that on Tuesday. And I thought it was, they thought it was you know, the more I thought about it after the fact, I kind of liked it. And to give us, you know, to give Finn – you know, his uh, long overdue return to the, to the main time players, you know? No, I agree. I think, I guess that kind of makes sense. Like getting, we're getting, uh, cause we don't know what we're going to get out of whoever wins the match. So like if Adam Cole wins, it wouldn't necessarily mean we're going to get him versus Finn or vice versa. So getting to get Finn versus Cole on a show, um, it's something that's somewhat of a dream match, I guess you could say. Uh, bad news thoughts on NXT. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought the six-man tag match was very good, but the Ironman match obviously was, you know, the, the thing of the night. And it was – I mean, like you said, the finish could have been better, but you got to think they had to sell next Tuesday or this Tuesday coming up, you know, yeah. another Super Tuesday, I think they're calling it. So, yeah. I mean, to have, you know, Finn and Adam Cole, I mean, no better match for that. And I'm just curious what they're going to do with Gargano and Ciampa now because I really thought, you know, I really thought Ciampa was going to win it there because he went on a little bit of a streak at the end there. But, you know – but no, like overall, good match. I mean, it was a lot of fun, and I mean, a sixty-man Ironman match with four guys. I mean, that's very cool. Never seen that before. So yeah, know, it was something cool. different, something different. And you gotta love Regal, man. How his energy, you know, he comes in and he just like lays down the law and everything. It was pretty cool to see. So overall, good, good NXT. Yeah, and uh, I think the uh, the three count for Cole was fucking cutting it close there at the end. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> Shit, yes, it was. I thought they were gonna do something like that. Like it wasn't in on time, and I'm like, okay, they got it in. All right. Yeah, the timing was uh, impeccable, one yeah. would say. Uh, NJ3, quick thoughts on uh, NXT there. Um, I'm always down for a street fight, so I love um, – I'm always down for a nice little street fight tag match, which was cool. So I yeah. liked, I like seeing that. And those are, you got some good athletic wrestlers in that match, so you knew you are going to see something good. I like them jumping off of the um, – God, what do you even call that thing? Um, it raises the pallet, the pallet razor thing, whatever you call Forklift. it. Forklift? Thank you. Couldn't think of the word. I'm still drinking my coffee. So, um, hey, listen, I can't be on all the time. I need to. I need to. I need some help once in a blue moon. Um, jumping out the fourth with it was a really cool spot. And 
you know, I, I'm, I'm leading towards what Nick was saying because you, you, if it was an NXT takeover, you'd probably have a definitive finish. Sure. But I think I do like the idea of being able to kind of get Balor and, and Cole one-on-one and give them a time limit to be able to kind of go and do their thing for 20 minutes or so and give us a nice NXT match, a reason to tune in on Tuesday, I think is a good idea. So um, I think the match served its purpose. It gave us a lot of great spots, good wrestling, the top four in NXT, that is the Mount Rushmore. And we get to have it given, presented to us in a different manner the following Tuesday. And I think the ratings went actually were up this past Tuesday for it. So they're probably trying to capitalize on that. And that's why I wanted to kind of run this match back. So all in all, I thought it was a good show. I enjoyed it. No, I agree. I think uh, we were blessed with another solid NXT show. And uh, backed by popular demand, uh, they wanted to hear it again. Jersey, run this uh, AEW segment for us mm-hmm. here. It is AEW time. Nikki Noodles, strap in. I know it is your favorite <laughs> segment of the week. And um, with that, this one is just for Tommy. And um, his boy is back. Excalibur's back behind the booth. Uh, Tom, how do yeah. you feel about that? You know how I feel. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that'd be a quick question, Joey. I know we're trying to watch time. That's so that's why I want to start with that one. I'm yeah. just messing. Excalibur was back from his um, his siesta. So yeah. siesta. Um, did he bring anything to the booth? No. Yeah. Do we want more Jericho? Yes. Listen to us. Give us more Jericho. Yeah. Um, there was a segment with FTR, and they were pushing the divide between Hangman and Kenny, and it looks like they are – they're getting what they're kind of wanting. And is yeah. it going to lead to something more? I don't know, but it looks like there is a divide coming. Let's go round table. Joey, what do you think about uh, FTR really pushing between the two? Do you think that's going to lead to something more or less? Yeah, I think I, I trust AEW in the sense where, um, cause this has been building for a long time. Paige has been not happy with the elite since AEW started. It seems like, so I don't know what direction they go in. Uh, if I had texted you guys in the group chat, Kenny Omega's official profile on AEW.com or whatever the website is changed from the best bout machine to the cleaner. So I don't know if they're going to go anywhere with Ken, like doing kind of like swerving us with like Kenny actually join, like helping turning heel, or I don't know what they're going to do. I have no idea. Um, it's, it's, it seems obvious that page would be the guy, whether he joins FTR or just turns heel on the elite fully. Uh, I'm not sure. So technically he's out of the elite, so it doesn't even matter. But I'm I'm not sure where they're going with this, but I'm definitely excited. Uh yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's a good point. And that's and that's what I was like I was trying to make last week to my point. I felt like Hangman was such the obvious person to yeah. join forces with Tully and FTR. Why don't you service and make it Kenny? Yeah. How about that. And then you get to push Hangman as a top baby face, which they could use and turn Kenny heel, which he definitely needs. I think mm-hmm. it kinda I think it's a win win scenario. Uh Nick, what do you think of uh of your boy Kenny Omega. <laughs> huh? I mean, I, I, I like Omega as a wrestler, but that's, that's about it. But it, they've been teasing him and Hangman for a while now, and I think it's long overdue that somehow they, you know, whatever direction they go, I think it's good for the product because they do, to me, need more singles content, more singles star power. And, you know, because it's hard to watch eight-man tag matches every single time out. So it'd be nice for them to develop, you know, real champion caliber wrestlers within a singles, in a singles level, so. It's well, you know, they had they things. had an eight-man tag match this week. I just I wasn't sure if you had a chance to notice that. They had oh nice no, I, tag. I, I noticed. Oh, okay, noticed all right, good. And, the, and the, they had multiple sure. tag matches. You know, that's 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 <laughs> what that thriving specialty. Yeah, that's the <laughs> but it, it is. But it would be great for you know for Kenny and and Hangman both to have a legit singles runs and and really start building up star caliber matches. 
outside of tag team wrestling. I couldn't agree more. Real quick, I I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to interrupt. And before we get to Tom, do you think just to play devil's advocate, this, these eight man tag matches every week of different, like it's a cycle basically of through talent. It's never like a consistent, maybe just to get these guys on TV. to like get them like to showcase what they can do. Maybe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have, you have one show on TV a week and you have a YouTube um, show and I mean, let's be honest. I don't get to watch the YouTube show. There's just so much wrestling to watch Absolutely. week in and week out. I watch Dynamite, and that's what I'm invested in week in and week out, and and any pay per views that they put on. So to be honest, I think that's exactly what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to put people out there. But um, but you it's, know, it, it is, is hard. It is hard to tell a story all the time, though. When you, when that's you what just I'm throw saying. all that together. So yeah. in a way, like I understand you're trying to put their faces on there and showcase them, but at the same time you're also kind of doing it as a disservice too, because you can't fully give direction, a storyline and showcase everybody at the same time. And see, and seeing the point. same, and, and seeing the same eight guys go at it over and over and over again, it loses its luster. So when they do have actually have a real feud, you've seen it already countless times. Yeah. Yeah. No, Nick, that's a great point. And to be honest, I think storyline and wrestling have to go hand in hand, right? You can't just have a good wrestling match all the time with no story and good story without good wrestling. So I think it kind of goes hand in hand. So I, I agree with you on that. Like it's good to showcase, but at the same time, you also cannot forget the development part of what wrestling is. That's what, that's what sells you and, and brings you in. And then, and then the wrestling is what puts it over the top. hundred uh, percent. Tommy, anything else to add to um, looks like the breakup of hangman and uh, Kenny. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just praying that it is Kenny that turns heel. Cause I mean, when he was on his run in New Japan as a heel, the cleaner was one of the best things ever. And, you know, hopefully, you know, just like we were praying for Roman to be a heel for the longest time, I've been praying for this because, I mean, I liked him in this tag team, but he's just – he's so much better as a singles run and as a heel, so much better. So, hopefully hopefully they swerve us and he, he's the one who becomes heel. So, hopefully that happens. Well, we will find out tonight, won't we? Mm-hmm. Um. Dr. Britt Baker, no more wheelchair. The role model is the standing model. Nikki Noodles, I know you were a big fan of, of Britt Baker. A like, huge me, fan, huge fan. What, I'm, how I'm do you feel to, seeing I'm her trying back? trying to get a teeth. I'm, I can't wait to get my teeth clean. I'm so jacked <laughs> up. Uh, no, I'm, I'm pumped for her. And, and it's even more pumped for AEW, uh, especially because their women's division is, is hurting uh, in, in the highest level, I think. Uh, they definitely need some infusion and they definitely need to get that thing going. And I think Britt Baker is definitely a good start to really, you know, push that in the right direction and hopefully more to follow. Yeah. I was happy to see her on her two feet. Um, the role model can always be the role model with two L's. Um, <laughs> but listen, we need her, we need her on both her feet to be standing to make uh, what this division needs to be. So Absolutely. I am happy to see her back. Tommy, Britt Baker. Yeah. She looks like yeah. she's back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, good to see her back. Like you were saying, the women's wrestling in that company has been not the greatest for the longest time. So with her coming back, hopefully it add more to it. But yeah, good to, good to see the role model back. That's right. Joe, Joey, what are we thinking? How are we feeling? Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's definitely a breath of fresh air. I know we've seen her on TV, but not in a physical capacity. Um, just one take here that I've I actually read over social media the past couple of days originally, and we'll get to our predictions for all out uh, in the, in a few minutes. Originally big swole versus Britt Baker was going to be on the, the pre-show, the buy-in. And there was an outrage online because of the lack of women's wrestling on the main show. And now you're giving us the match on a buy-in Tony Khan came out and changed it to the main show. Mm-hmm. So either you could take that as good job, Tony for listening to the fans or 
Tony, you're going to get bitched around by the fans, and they're going to expect you to do whatever they want now. That's and yeah. that this goes back to like the the double neck or whatever the term is. You're going to talk shit about Vince not listening, and then when Vin, when Vince doesn't, I don't know, whatever. I'm just going to get yeah, a double it's a double standard, double for standard. Sure. I mean, yes, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. You know, when it's hashtag give divas a chance, and then we actually get a women's revolution, and now you have, you know, you have some. I mean, there are some decent wrestlers. Sheeta is fantastic. Britt Baker is, you know, must watch, you know, in their company. But from there, you know, it's, it's arguably it's it's a little bit tough, right? I mean, the Anna Jays and them, they're they're up and coming, right? Um, I know when Statlander got hurt, that really hurt them because she actually could do something in the ring. Yeah. Um, Penelope Ford seems to be developing, but they're not there yet. But you can't get anyone else there if you don't give them a chance. So for sure, you got to use yeah. it, right? You got to yeah. <laughs> you got to use go it, with it Use it before you lose it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, hey, you know how it goes. Speaking of uh, women and getting a chance, uh, Thunder Rosa made her debut against a former WWE um, wrestler, Serena Deeb, known for her straight edge society, along with CM Punk, as well as being a contestant in the Mae Young Classic. Really funny comment from JR on commentary, said this is probably one of the best women's wrestling matches that he's seen in a long time. Then he tried taking it back because he blurted that out by accident because I think he realizes that the product in women's wrestling in AEW is not where it should be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it was a breath of fresh air and JR, JR, it was how it is. (laughs) It was nice for the honesty, JR, but uh, boy, oh boy, did you uh, throw some of your ladies under the bus over there? Uh, Tommy, what do you, what do you think about that? What do you think about the match? I thought it was actually a really good wrestling match. To be honest, I was actually really impressed by the match. I thought they actually put on a legitimate wrestling match. So. Yeah, no match match was good. You know, like you said, finally see some good women's wrestling there, but, but this JR with that comment was just like, really, dude? I mean, like we've been saying for the last few months with him, his, he's just been, I don't know, he's been off his game, so I don't know. Just throwing, throwing the women under the bus like we were saying, just not good. But, like, well, it was a good match, but come on, dude. I know. It really was a good match. I know, they, I know they've tried with, like, the Women's Cup to kind of showcase their girls a little bit more and stuff like that, but they, there is some time that needs to be developed a little bit more. They have some – they have some – decent like i said we've mentioned before a couple names that really stand out in their division but they need to kind of continue to kind of go down this road and push for it because there's gonna be bumps in the road they're not gonna be clean matches but if you don't give them a chance to shine you're just not gonna get anything from it but uh nick what do you think about thunder rosa making her debut on aew against a former uh wwe no, it was it, it was great it was it was a high quality women's wrestling match right and that's what we've been, we've been asking for is to push that and that's why Britt Breaker to me is, is so valuable because it's not always just about the wrestling ability or anything. It's a character, right? It's something that you want to see. And that's what you need. The character is so critical to anything to do with wrestling. It, it might say the character comes first, wrestling is second. Um, and you need more of that. And it's nice to see women's, you know, a good wrestling match with, with Rosa and Deeb for sure. And hopefully they can build on that. But it'd be nice to see them invest more into the women's characters so you can buy into that more so than, you know, just trying to put together great wrestling because it can get kind of stale with just wrestling. That's true. Good point. Well said. Very, uh, very proud of you. Hey, Tiki, are you hanging out with me too much these days? I mean, <laughs> it's just my Tom Brady electrolyte water. Ah, TB12, TB12 water. There you go. Tom's gotcha. special stuff. Yes, that is, yeah, Tom's special stuff is right. Joey, what are we thinking? So I enjoyed the match thoroughly. I thought it was great. Uh, I just think it's, and I know they're not supplied with many uh, proven women's wrestlers. I just think it's funny and odd that their longest women's match they've had in some time was from 
someone from a different company and then someone who made their debut. And I know from, where she, from, from Thunder, Ro- Thunder Rose is from NWA and yes. Serena Deep's from NXT WWE. No. Okay. So that yeah, that's sense. what I'm saying. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's odd to me that like, that's, we, we haven't seen much women's wrestling on dynamite, even with the current champion, they have other talent and this is the first time like we've seen a quality match. So I think it says a lot there. Um, very fun match. I don't think, uh, there's a I don't know how much of a future like what if they're just like a one off with Thunder Rosa coming over just to hold over the whole scenario with the the current like women's division or is she going to be permanently with AEW I'm not sure how it's going to work but I definitely uh, uh, I was impressed with her because the first time I ever actually watched her I know she's been uh, in NWA for a little bit now I know they haven't been really on um, they do like the Facebook Live so like, I haven't really seen them recently I don't think they're actually producing shows currently but um, so I don't know what's going to happen with that but I was definitely impressed with Thunder Rosa. For sure. Yeah, big time. And um, the last thing I wanted to bring up to everybody was um, our favorite boy, MJF. His lawyer, uh, Mark Sterling, took on Moxley because of the clause on page 17 of the contract. Because, again, if you're a lawyer, you need to read all the pages. Can't stop at 16, right? (laughs) So this guy against Moxley, I thought, cracked me up. The way he was dressed, he couldn't even have a he couldn't even hold a fist right. And Moxley had to show him how to hold a fist, and then Moxley just beat the crap out of him, hit him with a paradigm shift because he knows he can't use that on Saturday night. Um, you know, went over on him, but then we saw what we love to see: Wardlow in a tank top come in the ring and and just you know showcase how handsome he is, right, Joey? Shout out to Wardlow. Shout out to Wardlow. And uh, MJF and. Put that, put the pinky ring on, knocked him out, made Moxley bleed, and just, just solidified to me why he should be the next champion. That guy just, it just, it all works. So, we'll go round table. Nick, MJF. No, it was awesome. It just, it was, it was fantastic to see him uh, really assault Moxley there. I mean, it was just fantastic for everything to kind of come to a culmination here with all the buildup that he had to this week and finally getting the upper hand on on Moxley in, in that type of dominant fashion even with a little help from our boy Wardlow. Um, it was just still good to see, and I can't wait for Saturday because, you know, it can go either way. It can go either way. Joey, Wardlow, shout out or what? Yeah, absolute shout out to Wardlow. Uh, the thing I took away from this, I love MJF. I love the uh, Ambrose. I love Moxley in this situation here. Um, nice little t- uh, picture I tweeted out at Russell Bozo 3Zs on Twitter. Wardlow picking up the AEW championship and giving this little uh, a nice little look ski yeah. there. Um, nice tease. Maybe well done. Yeah. Eyes on the prize there, maybe for the future. I don't know. As he should. Um, As he uh, should. But yeah, uh, this the the feud between these two is is definitely one of, or if not the the highest point AEW has right now, and what they're what they're producing. So I'm I'm proud of that. I'm happy for them with that. Uh, MJF is a stud. We've said it countless times. We could say it again every other week. Um, Moxie's getting to that point where I'm it's like believable for me uh and maybe even going surpassing what he's done in WWE I know Nick may not agree with that but uh he's getting to a point where I'm I'm seeing him grow more than what they were able to let him do in WWE so I'm excited for that and I'm excited for tonight Saturday all out all out Tommy take us home yeah no I mean it seems like every feud MJF is I mean look at the stuff he did with Cody like earlier this year, that stuff was great. And now the stuff he's doing with Moxley is just absolutely amazing. Just set, I mean, on uh, when, when he, you know, he came out with the, the walker and he just threw it down and he just, you know, basically being the top heel in a company, what you do and just, you know, being the crap out of him was just 
lot of fun to see. This match should be fun. Like we said, it could go either way, but I would love to see him win the title. And I just love that with the whole thing with Wardlow, you know, looking at the belt, like you said, Joey, maybe that sets something up down the road between them. Who knows? But yeah. you know, it should be a lot of fun. It's subtle, but it's it's noticed. And those are the things that we appreciate are those subtle moments. These are the little details that we look for as wrestling fans to kind of, I guess, wet our palate a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, like let, it, let it fester. Let it fester. Let it fester. AEW, hey, all out. We'll see. Jersey, Joey. Yeah, thank you again for owning uh, AEW segment. I think uh, it's something we'll see in the future here on uh, the Wrestling Journal podcast. Uh, before we get to our all-out predictions here, SmackDown last night, very, uh, very, I'd say very eventful. SmackDown's been top-notch lately. Um, two things, two major points, obviously. Uh, we had the uh, rematch for the uh, Women's Tag Team Championships, Nia Jackson, Shayna versus Sasha and Bailey. Uh, Sasha and Bailey were not successful, and after the match, Bailey destroyed Sasha um, to the point where I think we may not see her for a little bit, and if we do, she might be in, in a full body cast. Um, yes. Also, just so we can hit SmackDown at once, I want to get to the predictions here. Jay Uso was a, a late entry in the Fatal Four Way match for the number one contendership for the Universal Championship. Um, Biggie got attacked by Sheamus, which I'm 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 okay with. I think Biggie would have been the the top choice to win, and I I want to wait for that. I don't want him getting that uh that super push yet. I wanted to be I wanted to fester a little bit. Um, Jey Uso wins <laughs> the Fatal Four Way match. Very surprising, uh, very interesting. I I think is the word to, the best use here. Um, NJ three, the professional here. What are your thoughts hey. on uh, SmackDown? Uh, I thought SmackDown was good. As you guys know, I always enjoy SmackDown overall week to week just because I feel like the show just seems to flow better. Um, I thought the match, the rematch for the tag title was actually better than the match that we got on Payback, to be very honest. I yep. thought it was a, a more cleaner match. Yeah. I thought the finish was cleaner. I actually enjoyed the match more on SmackDown than I did in Payback. Not that it was bad on Payback. I just think it was a little bit clunky. I think they kind of cleaned up and they really put a better showing. Um, we said the breakup was happening. and. Yes. Boy, oh boy, did Bailey kick the crap out of Sasha. My God. How, how could she be walking today? I don't know, but let's hope. Um, whew. And then the thing with Jey Uso, I kind of like it a little bit because, like, they're kind of going to, like, it's like it's like the bloodline, right? It's, you know, it's personal. It's family. And I think they can kind of use that angle a little bit to help Roman in his first feud, um, you know, at Clash of Champions coming up, the Gold yeah. Rush. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, I kind of like it, to be honest. I, I think it's kind of good, right? The Usos are always a tag team, always a tag team. But if, if Jimmy's not here, let Jay get his due and uh, let him go against Roman. And, and let's let's watch Roman kind of really turn heel on family. And, I mean, what better way to make it personal than against blood, right? Look at the Galliotto brothers, right? When, Louis, <laughs> when, when Nick turned heel, thank God Louis came up on top. But in this case, we're going to root for Roman. And, um, yeah, that's how I feel about that. I think it's um yeah I agree I think it gives <laughs> gives Roman a chance. To, what, which part do you agree with? <laughs> all, of one, all of it. All of it. <laughs> Roman getting a chance to to get that like nail that heel ha- uh, nail in there and uh, make a make a statement. But I also think it's cool because when the hell would we ever thought we'd get Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the Universal Championship? I think that's pretty cool and stuff like that. That that's why I like wrestling <clears throat> matches you wouldn't really expect to see so uh i guess we didn't see this one coming um nicky noodles thoughts on uh, smackdown 
No, I think it's great, especially, if, you know, for, for Jay Uso, because let's be honest, right? You can make the case that the Usos are one of the best tag teams of all time, right? I mean, I, at least I feel that way. They've won countless titles. They've carried the tag team wrestling division for a long time. They're insane athletes. Um, and, you know, they've had their issues, uh, some run-ins with the law and stuff like that. Yeah. And the one brother, you know, seems to get hurt a lot and all that stuff. But you can't keep wasting them. And the guy's talented. So given an opportunity to have a singles run and you guys are spot on, it gives Roman the opportunity to – to really drive home the heel thing by just pounding a family, family bloodline relative, yeah. you know, and really emphasize that he don't care about nobody. And he is the big dog. Believe that brother. Uh, bad news. Canale thoughts. No, definitely interesting with Jay. I mean, you know, considering like you thought they were going to push Big E to the moon right now, but like you said, maybe they're waiting on that, but no, very cool to see that with him. And like you said, this is basically just for Roman to like, solidify himself as the top heel right now. He's probably going to, like, destroy his own cousin and whatnot. And, um, no, you know, should be a, should be a fun match. That uh, was a Clash of Champions, we said. So, yep. definitely different. Like you said, did not see it coming. So, very cool. And the stuff with Bailey and Sasha, I mean, just, like you said, long overdue, waiting for that and everything. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Noodles, you're waving your hand over there. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, no, and I – <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed the uh, one of the one of Bray's puppets watching over Bliss as she was talking across oh, yes. a little subliminal hey, messaging, yeah, good, good. which yeah. got me that. jacked up. That was that was fantastic, but I I have to say nothing got me more jacked up than than Bailey. Yeah. I mean, what what a vicious beatdown on Sasha, and that really revved my engine. This heel Bailey is the best. So and it seems that next week uh, we had a little a very quick Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse. Uh, there's going to be a new guest in the Funhouse next week, so. We'll see where that goes. I think this is what we were talking about in our group chat here. I think Bray is going to focus on like a, a storyline somehow with Alexa. I'm not sure where they're going with it, um, but I'm definitely intrigued because it's stuff like this that can show. I know we can go into it all day can show why Bray doesn't really need a title to, to get this character over in my eyes, my personal opinion. We don't have to argue about it right now, but um, I'm okay with whatever they're going to do because I have faith in Bray Wyatt. We could say that for a buzz cut. Buzz cut. Ooh, Speaking yeah. of buzz cut, uh, go check us out. We uh, dropped our new bonus. I forgot to mention in the beginning of the episode. Very uh, poor uh, producing on my part. Um, new episode. Uh, we have bonus episodes out, guys. TWJ Buzz Cuts, our first episode this week. Uh, we dropped it on Wednesday, correct? Mm-hmm. Was uh, an interview with Courtney Roselle. She was a competitor on Titan Games. Very fun interview. Shorter episodes. So if you have a quick drive to work, I'm going to pop it on. Um, very good. Very good stuff there. And good job by you boys with dinner. Uh, Very good. Thank you. Thank you. You know. Hey. More to do for the team. Always name on the front, baby. For the brand, brother. For the brand. For the buzz. Um, All out predictions. All outs tonight. Uh, This is taking place in Jacksonville, as we know. Um, Let's get the card up here. I apologize. I'm trying to waste time here. Uh, Ten matches. Let's let's go through these pretty quick here. Yep. Uh, Looks like on the pre-show, we have Private Party versus the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Just a a straight-up tag team match. Uh, NJ3, who do you got? Dark Order. Dark Order. Okay. uh, You say quick, right? Yeah, it's very quick. That's right. Yep. Nicky Noodles. Dark Order. Tom Canale. Dark Order. I'm going Private I'm going private party. Oh, all right. Okay. 0 for 1. 0 for 1. Okay. Fair enough. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't know. We're not going to explain our shit. Um, Big Swole versus uh, Britt Baker in a tooth and nail match. I believe it's a no disqualification match. Uh, Nikki Noodles. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Dr. Britt Baker. <laughs> ah, nice. I like it. I like it. Bad Very news. Nice. Uh, Britt Baker. 
I'm gonna Brit- go. It'd be. I'm sorry. I'm going in order. Uh, it'd be a shame if Britt Baker lost. Uh, so Britt Baker, please. Britt Baker, MD. MD. Uh, a broken rules match. If uh, Matt Hardy loses, he must leave AEW. This is Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Bad news, Canale. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Mr. Hardy, on this one. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty crazy if he had yeah. to leave AEW, unless they have some sort of like uh, character change behind it. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna go yeah. Matt Hardy as well. Yeah. NJ3. Uh, I I wanted to go Spanish guy because I feel like they would say Matt Hardy's gonna leave and then they'd, the other one other version of Matt Hardy's allowed to stay because this yeah. Matt Hardy left. Yeah. But I I don't know if they're gonna be that wonky, but you never know. Um, but I'm gonna go with Matt Hardy. I don't think he's gonna be leaving. So okay, and J three. I mean, uh, Nikki Noodles. I apologize. Uh, reluctantly, Matt Hardy. Uh, he's gonna <laughs> he's going to win, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, and Nikki, uh, not not yet. I'm sorry. Uh, t- a regular, another tag team match. <laughs> Jungle Express, uh, uh, Jungle Express, Jurassic Express. Uh, it's going to be Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy versus the Young Bucks. Um, where are we at? I think it's on me. Uh, is there any feud build behind this? I'm sorry, I don't want to go off on a tangent here. I'm not really sure. Not really, I mean, I think I, I think well, it was an eight man tag match, and the winners of the eight man tag match would then face each other at All Out, which is kind uh, of where this led from. Um, and I guess just to give, give a little context behind it, I think they're trying to push the Young Bucks again because the Elite is pretty much nothing at this point, yeah. and they're going to kind of be going to do their own thing. I think the uh, Young Bucks need to be kind of pushed a little bit as a formidable tag team. So Understood. I'll just give you, give you that. Okay. Uh, so I'll go with the Young Bucks then. And J3. Young Bucks. Uh, no, no more Elite, so they need a tag team, and they need to stop losing. So it's time to take it seriously. Super kick party. And J3. I mean, uh, Nick, I did it again. Nicky knows. Sorry. I just got a quick question. Though. Are the young bucks really young? Are they? I mean, what are they going to do when they get old? They will then be the just the bucks, the mid-age bucks. <laughs> I was thinking something. Trying to think something clever. I had nothing. But funny, no, funny, but, funny but, thing. Uh, they were on Edge and Christian's podcast uh, when that was going on. So Edge and Christian's like, you could be the young bucks if they had a tag team match now versus Edge and Christian. The young bucks versus the old fucks. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks are gonna win. Bad news. Yeah, super kick party. The Bucks. Okay. Uh, this is what I was gonna laugh at before. An eight-man tag match. <laughs> we have uh, the Dark Order: uh, Brody Lee, Cole Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson versus our good old friend Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares: Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Um, NJ three. <clears throat> Um, since the Dark Order won before, I think we're going to go with the faces on this one. It's Matt Cardona's, um, I guess, pay-per-view debut. So I'm going with the faces on this one. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Nikki Noodles. I agree with Jersey. Okay. The Cardona, Cardona crew. <laughs> Bad news. Yeah, the faces. Like you said, Dark Order won. So got to give it to the faces. Fair. I'd say uh, I'm going to go with uh, the faces as well. Uh, again, Dark Order is going over two tonight. <clears throat> oh, um, oh, okay. I don't Mr. Brody Lee will be pissed for he an over two. Why isn't he defending his championship? Because he's a loser. Uh, another women's match uh, Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Championship. Nikki Noodles. I would think I would got to go with Sheeta here. Okay. Bad news? Yeah, Sheeta. I'm going to go Sheeta too, just because we don't know Thunder Rosa's current AEW status. Uh, NG3. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't think that she's ta- – I don't think Thunder Rosa could take the AEW championship along with her. So, I got to say, she did, which is why Thunder Rosa got a nice W on uh, Dynamite this week. Fair enough. All right. Uh, the 21-man Casino Battle Royale winner receives a future AEW World Championship match. Um, I have a few names here. Does, I don't think there's 21, So and there's a couple of TBAs. So, we got Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, The Butcher and the Blade, Eddie Kingston, Sean Spears, Billy, Austin Gunn. You can't say Billy Gunn. Uh, Jake Hager, Santana, Ortiz, Chuck Taylor, and Trent. And there's, I believe that was 19, if I counted correctly before. Uh, so we have a couple extra spots open. Um, where did I leave off with? Uh, go bad news on this one. Who you got for the uh, Battle Royale? I'm going to go Pentagon Jr. I just think it's his time, so I'll go with him. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, one of the TBAs. Okay. Shout out to Wardlow. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I like it. I like it. That was was nice, Joe. You know. Yeah. NJ3. Oh, this was hard. Um, I'm going to go Sean Spears. Oh. Okay. I like that. Okay. Nicky Noodles? I'm going with the true underdog, Mr. Eddie Kingston. Whoa. Okay. Start, hey. up, start up that faction there. Maybe he gets a little help from those guys. And then, Maybe. Uh, but I would love to surprise Kenny, Kenny Omega win would be would be pretty cool if he jumped in there. Ooh. Ooh, I like that too. Yeah. Shit. That's a real cleaner. There's a lot of uh, things that can go wow. different ways with match placement. So, like, if Kenny and Hangman lost before the, the Battle Royale, I could see Kenny coming in. You know what I mean? Something like that. But if they still have the tag team match after it, I don't know. We'll see. Again, with Wardlow, too, like, are they going to have Wardlow win the belt and then MJF win the fucking championship? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. So, uh, Next match uh, we have is the – I can't even say this match. Mimosa Mayhem match. Um, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy because, I don't know, that's that's where I'm at with that. NJ3. I mean, Le Champion, get ready for swimming because you're going to the pool of oh. Mimosa. <laughs> Nicky Noodles, your two boys. <sighs> the juice is worth the squeeze, my friends. It's Orange Cassidy. <laughs> And uh, clean sweep, Tom Canelli? Yeah, clean sweep. Okay. Good, good stuff. Uh, NXT, uh, NXT, whoa. AEW tag team title match. Uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam, Adam Page versus FTR. Um, and J3. FTR. I think FTR is going to get those belts. They're going to get a little run, and they're going to try to get them and the Young Bucks to be the huge payoff they've been waiting for, So, which is why you know FTR is going to take those belts so that Hangman and uh, Kenny can do their thing. Fair enough. Nikki Noodles? FTR in the lock of the night. Haven't had one of those in a while. Mm. Tom? Yeah, FTR. I agree. FTR as well. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with this this uh, heel turn of sorts. What do we see? I'm kind of excited. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm happy. I want FTR to win, but I also want, I want to see what's going to happen with uh, Kenny and Paige. Unless we get swerved and nothing happens, then they win the belts. They can retain the belts. So we'll see. Main event of the evening, uh, John Moxley versus MJF for the AEW Championship. Nikki Noodles, what do you got? Man, I really want MJF to win, but I, I think uh, Moxley holds on to it just a little bit longer, setting up round two. Okay, fair enough. Tommy Boy. 
Yeah, I'm hoping MJF too, but I think like Nicky Noodle said, I think I think Moxley's gonna hold on to it for a little longer, so I'll go with Moxley. Okay. Uh, with me picking Wardlow to win the Battle Royale, I think actually it can go either way because if Wardlow, I mean, if uh, Moxley retains, Wardlow versus Moxley could happen, and then like MGF can cause, I don't know, like he's like, you can't be a champion, I can't be a champion, stuff like that. Uh, there's potential there to go further with both. Um, as much as I want to say MGF, I still think like there's more to do. I don't know. I'm just I'm not convinced that Moxley's gonna lose it yet. And I know he's had it for a long time. So I'm gonna betting man says Moxley on this one for me. Uh MJ This is his first real threat too, so that's why it's cool. Yes. My heart says one thing, my head says something else, and unfortunately I have to go with my head and uh that's gonna be John Moxley. <laughs> and um I think that you're right. I think they're going to set up for a second match, which there should be. So I don't think I don't I hope that tonight is not gonna be a clean finish because there's no paradigm shift. So I think there's gonna be sort of a schoolboy roll-up sort of type finish where you didn't really beat him, beat him. And I think it's going to set up for a second match. So Moxley tonight, but um, hopefully more to come. Yeah, I, I hope there's more out of this. I don't think they would – it's 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 a moneymaker, and I don't think they would end it that, that quick, right? I think it's kind of yeah, intriguing yeah. On, on both ends. Um, guys, we, it took a while, but we got here, the end of episode uh, 20 of Wrestling Journal Podcast. Uh, again, we want to thank everyone for tuning in every week. Uh, 20 episodes is a long time. It's about five months if you do the average there, um, almost five months, four weeks to a month. So, yeah, thanks for being here with us. And we're not stopping anytime soon, so hop along for the ride. Let's do yep. it. Yeah, we have our highs and our lows, but we'll stay here with the Wrestling Journal. Uh, everyone, be safe. Watch more wrestling. Take care.